The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Man, life can be difficult. I mean, a lot of times it feels like the world is just ripping apart at the seams and you can't take it anymore. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. No matter what the world throws at us each day, anxiety, fear, confusion, we can still choose to overcome. Overcomer is the latest book from best-selling author David Jeremiah. Dr. Jeremiah reminds us we're not alone in this fight. God knows what we need. Overcomer is a personal yet practical book that offers a message of hope and strength for today. Overcomer, available everywhere right now. Joe Vitaglia joining us in studio now. He's the author of Unfriended, Finding True Community in a Disconnected Culture. What do you mean true community? You mean just because we're so divided, trying to find our way back from that? Yeah, Doc, I think the uh, the issue is when I look around me and see all the lack of civility. What the, the hell does that mean, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> that right there. Well, right. That right that, there. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling like here. The N-word of the world. That's what I'm feeling like. Me and Beth Midler. You know, I do a lot of interviews, and I've... Been yeah. in radio 44 years. That's one of the most f- wonderful expressions I have ever been interviewed with. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. And so <laughs> that'll wake you up. If you're out there and listening, I hope you are awake right now to listen to this character. And I am privileged to be here. Yeah, so to, to be, um, when I feel things in culture that um, I am really concerned about, I write about them. And so I grew up in a great type of community. I'm a uh, son of immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a first generation. Whereabouts? What area? Uh, well, from Italy. Uh, I live in New York area. Is that just, where you grew up too? Yeah, in North Jersey, <laughs> just outside the city. Uh, my parents were born in Italy, in uh, Calabria, right by the sea. And all they did was take what they had there and translate it into New Jersey. <laughs> so a farm, we grew vegetables, we had the chicken coop, mm-hmm. when you could do things like that. Yep. You know, my grandfather dug out the wine cellar. And so um, when you're surrounded by that kind of presence and you understand the value of intersection and hearing stories and sweating with people alongside you and being with people different than you, you recognize the genius of our nation. We are all different yet one. And that's our motto, right? Uh, And the reality is I think we understood that to uh, be fully human, the opportunity to be with people unlike you is what we're about. And the problem with just staying on the internet all the time and in social media where everybody is like you, everybody thinks like you, everybody looks like you, unfortunately, then that creates sameness and smallness, not enlarges you as an individual. Mm -hmm. And I think we begin seeing that played out Mm -hmm. in our world. And that concerned me, so I just wanted to write about it. And, of course, I write from a biblical principle foundation. Mm -hmm. And so I say, where did the first community start? And as a Christian, I say, well, it starts in the heavenlies, in the first true community with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then it is modeled and translated into earth, and we get a picture of what community might look like in the person of Jesus and how he relates to others and that's what I wanted to look at when the word, we study that. Because the word community can mean a lot of things, too. A lot it of times, it probably first comes to mind means the block you live on. Mm. But it's not it. It's the people that you engage with on a regular basis. Yes, I would think that. And I think there are three elements to community that I've outlined that I think are important. Uh, intersection, communion, and sacrifice. So let's go through those. Intersection. Right. I think, um, and I like to use stories, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in the Bible, when we find Jesus... 
uh, with those stories of the woman at the well Mm. or the story of the Good Samaritan. The reality is this. We have to be on the road in the first place to meet with people unlike us. We cannot meet with people. We cannot be a good neighbor if we have no neighbor to intersect with. That's the only way we get to be with people. And unless we are with somebody that is unlike us even, then we really don't find out about what we think, Mm -hmm. who we are. And so the woman at the well, great story. You know, Jesus goes out of his way to be in an area that he's not supposed to be in, meeting with a person he's not supposed to meet with. And she is so taken by that that she goes back and tells others. So the principle is, unless we go out of our way to be with people unlike us, they will not go out of their way to tell people about us. You're both taking something away from each other. Yeah, that's the whole You're point. Both, uh, becoming better because you've learned right. about them. Yeah. What, what about the communion? It does, are, do you mean that um, pretty biblically related when you say communion, that we should commune together? Well, I think, I think just the nature of what communion is, which is transliterated from the Latin word, which means to impart, to share, right? And so unless I share in my life with you, Unless I stand alongside you, sweat alongside you, feel the, um, the dreams in your heart, look into your eyes and see eternity in your soul, unless I sometimes have conflict with you, right? That's how I become better because it's often conflict that makes two people come together, not similarity. And so when I find out that you are really like me more than you are unlike mm. me, It is that where I grow as a person and and the problem we see being played out in our culture today. I mean, nobody likes anybody anymore, it seems. And that's tragic. And so we need to get outside of being online to be in line to meet with people. What was the third? Uh, Sacrifice, which is sorely missing today. And I think the greatest example. Chris, you should be sacrificing more. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. For you, I think that's part of the problem with sacrifice. We're we're ready, Joe, for everyone else to sacrifice. (laughs) Yes. And so uh, where do I take that from? You know, the Good Samaritan, that parable, the reality of what he sacrificed in order to stop along the road to help that person was his time, his money, and so forth. So that's a sacrifice. But then I point out what was the greatest form of, of sacrifice, and I call the cross and Calvary a community. Because that, to me, was the ultimate in community where Jesus died for us. And I think there's a reason there there were only two people on either side of him that day, not three or four or five. And I think those people are representative of you and me, that we want to hang with Jesus in a hip parlance kind of way. We have one of two ways in which to um, talk to him and see him we can either ask him to save us from our situation or we can ask him to save us period and i think each of us has a decision to make on that Um, so i i like the sacrifice um and i think that's a word that's really lost we we conflate quite often (laughs) people giving with sacrifice that's very very different if i have a billion bucks and I give you, you know, hundreds of millions. That's great. It's wonderful. It's nice that I did that. Mm-hmm. I helped some people out, whatever. Did I really sacrifice? Was that something I was going to sacrifice yeah. is when I needed or would have used that, that, I, that I'm giving something away that I needed. Sacrifice. I have a bite of food 
And it's the only food I have, and I'm going to give it to you. And the ultimate sacrifice is when I give you myself. Absolutely. Right? Right. And, I, and that, to me, is what's sorely lacking again. And so... So one of, one of the frustrations, though, is, um, and a lot of people, um, I think, would probably recognize this with social media and everything else, we're so divided about all these different issues, is is the mislabeling. I think that's what triggers everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's a misunderstanding. And you probably understand this better than most people because your parents were immigrants. When we eat together, that's when we start learning about each other's culture. Food can be a great gateway into changing all of this stuff. We all like to eat, right? Of and that's where you learn about people. Well, that's part of the fun of learning about people. Unfortunately, being raised in the New York area, the intersection of life is unavoidable. Yeah. Right? And then you begin to learn about people. You even begin to learn some of their language, mm-hmm. right? And you begin to use words and all that. You you mentioned the whole issue of immigration, which has just been gone crazy. Uh, and I like to take that story, as I did in the chapter on, in my book, which I call the transcendence of immigration. And I say, the ultimate immigration story is God leaving heaven to come to earth. Jesus then becomes the ultimate immigrant, and he really then becomes the ultimate dreamer. Parents forced to leave their land, come to a foreign land Hmm. where their son is born. Isn't that what we see as the dreamer? And so I think regardless of how you stand on that issue, uh, because we all know that, um, you know, we have to protect borders and things. There's a lot of issues that that's go very with logical, it. Right. right? And that's what government is for, <laughs> right? To protect its citizens, and yet the way we perceive each other, Jesus says we're all immigrants, we're all aliens and strangers. That is replete throughout Scripture, Old Testament, New Testament. So, uh, I, I think when we begin to see others in that way, they look less like the bad guy and more like my brother. Uh, it's unfriended. Finding the true, finding true community in a disconnected culture by Joe Battaglia. Joe, where can people find it? Do you have a website yourself? Yeah, JoeBattaglia.com, Real simple. Of course, it's on Amazon. Right, all the big places. You know, all the places. But I want to make sure I mention your website again. JoeBattaglia.com, and what we'll do is we'll post it on social media across the board, so everyone thank you. Can, can find out. Thank whatever. you, Joe. Thanks for coming. In. Appreciate it. Direct Fire is a jet fueled political thriller that's now available in paperback. It's taken from the thirty years of military service of Brigadier General Anthony Tata. His books have gotten high praise from George H. W. Bush and Glenn Beck. In direct fire, a Delta Force veteran races against the clock to take out terrorists gather it in the North Carolina mountains. The terrorists have already taken down military brass and civilian leaders, and that's only the beginning. Direct fire is on sale now. Just visit AJTATA.com. That's AJTATA.com. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.